This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Centre, the show where we discuss the tools and techniques you need to be at the forefront of the ever-evolving world of business. This is Audrey Raj. Now, over the course of this pandemic, remote work has grown exponentially. Even the companies most averse to work from home now recognize that a robust employee management system is no longer an option, but a necessity in order to manage employees at the workplace, those working remotely, and even those at home. Some companies are even taking it a step further by shifting employee onboarding and training sessions online. But despite the rapid adoption of digital processes, there are a few aspects of digitizing HR processes that are still being overlooked. Now, Victor Pang, CEO of WorkSmartly, claims HR leaders are facing a new phenomenon called a digital disconnect, which describes the gap between how business leaders and their employees perceive the future of work. And to make matters worse, many still don't have a clear roadmap on how to become more efficient through digital adoption. So what do these organizations need and how can they start reaping the benefits of a digital HR? Well, to talk to us through these issues and his proposed solutions is Victor Pang from WorkSmartly. Victor, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Audrey. So, Victor, uh, let's just start by talking about WorkSmartly. Can you tell us a bit about your company and what it does? Okay, WorkSmartly, we started uh, building up the crowd-based HR solutions about eight years ago. In fact, we are the first company in Malaysia moving the digital HR solution to the crowd. Right. Those days, there are many companies, and in fact, today, there are still many companies on the on-premise traditional systems. And now, we are moving everything to the crowd. And now, even because of these pandemics, many companies willing and very open to put their thing on the crowd because of the mobilizing of the people and also work have to be done anyway, anytime. So people are now very open to the crowd base. So we, we are specializing in the HR crowd solutions. All right. Now, Victor, let's just give everyone a general point of view, a bird's eye point of view. How has COVID-19 changed the game for people management in business? I think that the major change, uh, based on my experience, this is what I see. That there are three things that I, I see a big change. The first one is employee engagement. Those days, before the COVID-19, we have a free breakfast, we have birthday celebrations or monthly hall gathering or even team buildings. But now, everything are moving digital yeah. and, and virtual workplace. So actually, engagement is a big issue now. And those days, before the COVID, all the digital HR systems are focusing on analytics. We focus on transactional automations. But because of this COVID come and it, it is very sudden come into the workplace. So the engagement suddenly disconnected. The engagement suddenly slowed down. But the system are not ready to replay this physical engagement. Mm. So that is what happened last year. So now this year onward, actually system uh, like us, company like us, we are keep thinking, not only talking about the transactional method, we need to move away from the transaction to 
after employee engagements. These are the things that we are focusing now. And second part, uh, I think the, the big changes will be the trust issue. You know, those days, even now, people say, if I don't see you working, you are not working. Yeah. You know, that, that kind of mentality. And today they are still. So because of that, many leaders start to micromanage. And the employee, there is no boundary of work. They might start at 7 a.m., finish at 9 p.m. because working from home. So the, the leader perceive or the, the employee think that, yeah, you are working from home. So it should be any times. And thirdly would be, I think the trust issue, why is a big problem now is actually social interactions. Mm. Those days, you may have coffee talk, you see. Sometimes you can have lunch with your leaders. So the trust is built over the social interactions. But now all these are stopped. It's very unlikely a leader will make a call to your team. Hey, how are you today? How is your lunch? It's very different than when you are working in the office. Yeah. So, so the, the kind of social interaction are decreasing. That is where the trust issue is also another a big challenge to many organizations now. And the third one that I see is how the productivity measurements. Those there, again, like when I see you, then you are working. Mm. If the productivity, those there is... Oh, you clock in at nine, you finish at six. Oh, good. Your productivity is very good. No MC, uh, everything, you're coming on time. But the productivity now is changed. People need to look at, instead of time-based productivity measurements, they need to move into result-based, outcome-based. So these are the three main changes that I see. Of course, now, because of these vaccinations, another change again. Now companies start to talk about Hey, have you vaccinated? Have you registered? This is a new language in the workplace now because of the lockdown. And after the post lockdown, when people going back to office, I believe and customer or the employer, they want to know uh, how many of my employee already vaccinated. Are we safe to go back to workplace? If we are not safe, so what will happen is that if one person get the COVID and the whole team need to go and quarantine again, what would be the impact to the business again? So the new discussion point now, a lot of leaders are checking their peoples. Are you vaccinated? Have you registered? When is your turn? So these are the thing that another new thing that the, the COVID bring in, the healthcare check on the employees. Yeah. Okay. Now, at the top of the show, I mentioned the digital disconnect. Now, this is something that you say is happening in some organizations. What is this gap, this digital disconnect, and how does it need to be addressed? I think digital disconnect is people are looking, replacing the leadership with automations. Mm. Okay. Why I say so? I think even though we are from digital HR background and we are the person who digitalizing a lot of HR processes. But I totally disagree to outsource the leadership to the system or to the digital solutions. This is something like people call it like process automated leadership. In example, when let's say some employee, oh, talk to me, ah, boss, how is my performance this month? Oh, never mind, you just look at the system. I already put down the evaluation there. You see, they are outsourcing the leadership to the system. It's like disconnecting the, the digital uh, disconnection, created the disconnections. So I, I don't agree that 
people or leaders should outsource their human touch to the system. They need to use the digitalizations uh, in a very uh, four, four main area. The first one is analytic. Use it to analyze the trend. Use it to know your people uh, conditions. That is analytic. The second way to use the digital solutions would be for compliant purpose. Mm. Like examples, the time time attendance, their legal or, or risk issue. So this compliant or, or even like example, when there is a new contribution rate for EPF last year from 9%, then to this early of this year, 7%. So is your system capable enough to meet this compliance? And like recently, the HLDF. Initially, they said that they expanded the HLDF coverage to all the organization and they need to start to contribute from June this year. However, now again, they, they delay it to the next year. So is the system fast enough to have this compliance? And thirdly, time saving. So how this system can save your time, automate those transactional processes or those paperwork. Or example, now you need the ministry letter to go to work. So how fast this letter can be distributed to the employee? So the time saver. And last but not least would be strategies. Use the system for strategic. When you have analytic, when you have compliance, and you know how to save your time on those transactional methods, then you can form your people strategies. The people strategy for the future developments and for the future policy. Examples now, oh, when I get to know uh, my people are getting vaccine, so how many percent are getting vaccine, how many are not. So immediately you can have your policy on uh, maybe you need to split the groups of people that are coming back to office to reduce the risk. So when all these ACTS are being taken care by the technology, then the leaders can focus on people. Yeah. They can focus on people touch, humans touch, the people interactions. I think the pulse check uh, is very important. Just like, you know, just call to your members and hey, how, how are you today? Uh, have, how is your lunch? I think we cannot ignore this. And unfortunately, I don't think so. Any leader doing that. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, it's time for us to take a quick break. But when we come back, we'll talk about using gamification in digital HR and, of course, incentivizing employees as well. Stay tuned to Resource Centre. We'll be right back. BFM 89.9. Burden-free Malaysia, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today is Victor Pang, CEO of Work Smartly, and we are talking about changing the game for people management. Now, Victor, before the break, you were talking to us about how digitizing HR can help businesses, can help organizations, and also where digital HR really shouldn't be doing the job for leaders. Now, I also understand that you feel digital HR transformations can create resilient growth, uh, especially during this pandemic, you know, uh, in the area of people management. Can you elaborate more on this? I think when, when it comes to how the digital HR solution helping the company in this area, 
I, I put it in the sixth M. Okay. So the first M is mobilizing people. How fast, example, if let's say you have a retail outlet, one of the outlet have someone that get COVID and they need to be quarantined. Mm. But your business tomorrow need to open again. So how you mobilize the people from different outlets. So that is how the digital HR system can have an overview, the availability of the workforce from different areas, from different outlets and mobilize them to another outlet. Mm. That is how you can create the continuity of the business. Second M is motivating people. Okay, so how we motivate people? Like example, when we are away from office, uh, we, we don't know what is on the company board, that the mission statement. Usually all this is stick on the company wall, right? Or the value. But when we are working from home, nobody will stick it and bring back the poster and stick on their house, you see? So, so these are the motive, how digital HR can help. So we, we can come up with like mission whiteboard that we put it into the system. When they log in, they can immediately see the banner of the company missions. And then we can also add in like a value go live when they use the mobile apps. Now imagine like Super Mario, you know, the, the mushroom coming out and the, the value statement is on the mushroom. Then it, it disappeared again as and when you browse through the mobile apps. That is how we can motivate the people to align them with what the company are doing. Many times, people are demotivated because they don't know what the company is expecting them to do. So that is second M. The third M is actually managing people. So how to manage people like, again, even though you're working from homes, your record need to be maintained. Your benefit need to be maintained. Your payroll need to be processed. Sometimes there are still organization change. You're, you need to update your reporting line. So the third M will be managing people. The fourth M is actually messaging people. Mm. How fast we can send the message, a proper message, the official message or announcement to our people. Like example, let's say one of the office or hospital that, uh, oh, this person have the COVID. How fast you can send a message to tell people that whoever have the close contact with these people kindly self-quarantine for the next 14 days. So these are messaging the people. So it's fast enough to dispute the message to the people. And the, the fifth will be measuring people. The one that I mentioned, productivity and also the performance. Now with the eye, we can't see how you work. So what happened is whatever tasks they're being assigned through the system, as long as they finish on time, we put in the deadline there and put up their, their comments. After that, the thing is being delivered. Then we can measure their productivities. So measuring people. And the last but not least, I would say monitoring people. Why monitoring people? It is not like the one that, oh, how, what time you clock in? Not that kind of monitoring. The monitoring people that I mentioned here is their healthcare. Mm. Who have registered for vaccine? Imagine if your organization has more than 1,000 people. And how are you going to call one by one and asking them or ask them to email to you? Oh, have you vaccine? Can you give me your documents? Or no, when is your appointments? All this is impossible. Do it manually. If the team is small, yes. But if you're more than 1,000, how are you going to monitor? Because this will eventually impact the organization operations. So monitoring people when, especially on the healthcare issue, and who is the close contact. Like example, when you clock in, clock out at the same location, let's say this outlet, you go to this outlet, you are from the supermarket industry, 
whoever clock in at the same location, we know they are the close contact. Immediately, anything happen, this group of people, we will ask them to quarantine. So that, that is how we, we monitor the people. So in total, there are six M. That is how I think to help the company to be resilient during this period of times. What about the labor-intensive industry uh, and the capital-intensive industry? You know, how will the digital HR system support people management for these segments? Again, from the 6M, I elaborate from the 6M. Actually, for these two industries, there is no significant difference hmm. how the digital HR can help these labor-intensive or capital-intensive companies. The only difference is will be the degree of support. Right. On different M. Example, if you are very capital intensive, messaging people may not be so useful. It might be less, you just make the announcement one once in a while. But if you are labor intensive, then messaging could be very important to tell them what is the situation. So again, this 6M is still applicable to everybody, but it just at the degree of the support from this digital HR system uh, based on this 6M are different. Okay. Now, I understand that you guys at Work Smartly, you're making use of gamification to inject fun and playful elements such as rewards and also trying to create friendly competition to kind of motivate or to incentivize employees. Can you talk to us a bit about this and some of the work you're doing? Yep. So like the, the one that I mentioned earlier, the value go live. So we, we put it up that no, not so boring that the company send you a memo. Yeah, this is our value, one, two, three, four. Yeah. So we make it like on the mobile apps, you go in there, when you flip through your mobile apps or you, when you apply leave, go to different pages, then suddenly the mushroom coming up. So no, the value is over there. Or when there is a new missions, it coming out like a balloon, something like that. So, so we make it more uh, fun. For people to know and to read, uh, suddenly, hey, this is very cute coming up from the apps. Rather than you can see a lot of HR uh, mobile apps, uh, they are very boring. What you need to do is only look at the number, how many leave balance, how much is my salary. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I think this is how we add in some fun elements. Why you, you, you look at the uh, some of the apps, uh, online shopping apps, uh, when we go into the apps, you can see they start to, even though they are selling things, but they are making it fun. Mm. They, they have the uh, competition. Same thing to us. Like example, we, we also run a campaign, like a Have You Wax campaign. So whoever that click on this campaign, if they have already registered or they have uh, received their vaccinations, uh, vaccines, so what happened that we will reward them a badge next to their profile. They, they feel very proud. Yeah, you know, I'm one of the very fast person, one of the early person. So this is kind of how we create the fun engagement. Not so boring. Yeah. Okay. I also understand that WorkSmartly recently upgraded your version of WorkSmartQ. What were the latest upgrades and what is it doing to address the gaps in the digital HR landscape? I think the, the, the first thing is now we are really working up huh, is on the engagement because what we feel that the, the older versions is really lack of. The older version are very much on the look at the mobile apps. They are only to fulfill the transactional requirements. But now, because of this pandemic and really people are hungry 
on the social interactions. So we, we focus very much on the engagement. So when we talk about this engagement, there are also engine behind it to support because now we are making it digital engagement, you see. So what kind of thing that we need to add on, it would be robotic process automations. Example, uh, the manager or the department head, they can automate, uh, send in a... Uh, Every morning at 9 a.m., please send a good morning greeting to my employees. So they can automate, they can tell the system what to do. So that they can, every morning, the system can do it on behalf that sending out this greeting to their people. Mm. So they will feel, oh, my boss, every morning, just like you walk into the office, good morning. But now the, the, the machine doing it that you feel, oh, my boss also telling me good morning at 9 a.m. Right. every morning. Right. So, and, and the other thing is like, like peer-to-peer. Examples that when you know somebody, uh, you can see from the calendars, the people within your departments that whoever on birthday today, you can send them the virtual birthday cake or virtual birthday greetings. And of course, we also talk about the, the pulse check that I mentioned just now. Like example, the company can just launch a very simple message. Uh, how you feel today? Star one to five. Very easy. They just click on it. Then the, the company can have overview. How is their employee conditions on the day? Immediate is all real times. So these are the things that we, we are talking about now to enhance the, the engagements. Yeah. Yeah, I really like how you're trying to inject that human touch because that's something that we're really missing, you know, during this pandemic and with all the lockdowns, right? Now, Victor, before I let you go, what are you guys working on next? How are you already adapting to what uh, employees will need and what HR leaders will need next? What are you guys working on? We still continue to work on that how to bring the office environment into a small screen, the mobile apps experience. That is what we are doing now. You look at now the tablets or iPads or even the uh, smartphone, those high-end smartphones, they can actually replace the laptop. Yeah. They can they do have this kind of capability. So what happened is we also need to make sure the app itself is powerful enough to follow the trend. So that is what we are doing now is Instead of you, every time you need to use your laptop, go into the web portal, then only you get these kind of services, these kind of processes, especially the workflow setting, the engine, all that. Now we simplified the process and put into the mobile apps. Because when we talk about mobile apps, it cannot be complicated. The screen are small, you see. So we need to make it very straightforward and easy to do setup, easy to do the changes. So what happened is, I will see the trends, uh, the HR processor will be getting more and more simple. Mm. I would say that things are getting simple and things are getting more straightforward. You know, and, and I, I would say that there are still companies that make things very complicated. They are. But when the this trend coming into the digitalizations, if they continue the complexity of their current workflow, it will only prolong and delay the process rather than automating the process. So in order to make this fast or automate the process, I see actually when, when we recently, especially these two years, when we when we implement a lot of new system to uh, clients and, and they are quite big, many of them are at least few, five, six hundred people and above. I see they are actually during this implementation, they take the opportunity to simplify their workflow process. 
So that is the trend that we are seeing. So two things is, of course, the UI, the user interface, the user friendliness to make it simple. Okay. And secondly, again, go back to the engagement. The digital engagement is still not good enough at this stage. That is long way to go for this digital engagement. I, I, I would say that I, I really don't hope that we, we, we develop a system that replacing leader. No, but we want to facilitate and also support the leader uh, to engage their employee. That is what we are doing. Right, a complementary system. Okay. Victor, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. If our listeners would like more information on WorkSmartly, what's the website that they can go to? www.worksmartly.com Right. Once again, I've been speaking with Victor Pang, CEO of Work Smartly. If you missed out on any part of the show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I'll be back again same time next week with more Resource Center. Till then, this is Audrey Raj for Enterprise BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.